0: Well, it's um, day four and um, I apologise if I sound like a cross between Rod Stewart and Lee Marvin, but um, I've had a chest infection for the last couple of days and I couldn't speak yesterday without spluttering and coughing and poor Anna Maria is down with the same thing and got pretty inflamed tonsils to the point that she can't even speak today. So hopefully things will be better tomorrow. But uh, we have had a fantastic couple of days. It's now day four. We're um some 270 kilometers southwest of Riyadh moving towards Jeddah steadily and Reem and I have been walking through some extraordinary landscape of granite outcrops and sandy valley beds which wouldn't look out of place were they in, in Namibia um if I were to see a photograph I would say Namibia not Arabia we're getting higher and higher in terms of altitude last night's camp was at <clears throat> 3,300 feet and uh temperatures are progressively dropping the wind swung to the north and with the increased altitude it was down to four degrees yesterday morning and three degrees this morning which when you're used to the 30s and 40s 40s it's bitterly cold but however no sympathy from our um, producers in Ullapool and Inverness Dan and Penny at Adventurous Audio who sent me a picture of a foot of snow this morning and uh, minus three who told us to man up so we're doing our best and hopefully with a with a good rest tonight we will be back and firing on all cylinders um tomorrow but it's been a fantastic few days we've been trudging across Um, sand dunes, we've gone through sandstone, mica schist, we're now in this extraordinary granite country, amazing peaks that Philby was able to put a name to, and if he couldn't put a name to it, he would describe the shape. So it's been easy for us to be able to follow in his footsteps. And I think we've grown more and more in admiration of the man. His, His spatial awareness of what was around him was extraordinary, because like us, he's just walking in a straight line and, you know, meandering between... Um, obstacles but pretty much a narrow narrow line and and yet he was so aware of what lay to the north and south and what Wadi might connect with another Wadi and so he was able to suggest connections of drainage systems and mountains which must have made the cartographers at the Royal Geographical Society in London so look forward to his arrival um, when he would come home because they would be able to add that incredible detail to the um, maps of Central Arabia. So the Royal Geographical Society was Philby's second home for sure and we were delighted yesterday to hear that Reem has been invited to speak on February the 8th, 2023 at um, at uh, an evening all about women explorers in Arabia. Bit of an exhibition which is going to run for a few weeks but then Reem will be on stage and I can't think of anyone better to talk about um, modern explorers uh, in Arabia and female explorers at that. So... Um, we're three thousand three hundred feet two hundred and seventy kilometers southwest um I think what yesterday uh and this morning threw home to me was the importance of aspect when choosing a campsite, and uh the difference being that this morning we awoke to a sun washed campsite which was lovely and warm um relatively. Uh, and the day before it was just bitterly cold and we were in shadow, partly because of small mountains, partly because of a few clouds, but that, that, that importance of aspect of when you're choosing your campsite on an expedition in Arabia in the winter is was driven home to me. And uh, I recall the, the longest expedition I ever did was for an entire year on Svalbard, the Arctic archipelago 500 miles off the north coast of Norway. And we sailed up in August and we didn't come back until the following July. And three months of total darkness. And I do recall when we got to about February, late February, early March, that there was a faint glow on the southern horizon as the sun crept higher at noon every day. didn't quite break the horizon, but the glow was definitely getting stronger. So uh, John and I uh, would walk up the small peak above our base camp called Grundsteinfjölle, the Greenstone Mountain, and we would stand there and watch the glow and just hope to be there when the sun did break that horizon which it did and uh, I remember really choking back the tears on that day it was only there briefly not less than a minute I would say before it was gone again but I knew then that spring was on its way and every day a couple of minutes more before you know early April 24 hour daylight and that was how we lived for the summer but um, I was quite proud of the fact that we'd chosen a good place what I thought was a good place to overwinter uh, and see out the worst of the storms um But actually, in hindsight, it was not the best place. And, uh, you know, from the top of Grunsteinfjell, I would look down at our base camp and it was in shadow from the mountains and it would remain in shadow until March, April, I seem to recall. And yet when I looked to the east, I could see Fredheim, an old trapper's hut on the south shore of Templefjord, And um, as soon as the sun appeared in the southern horizon, it shone up the sasson Valley and it lit the walls, it warmed the walls of this wooden um, hut so the trappers um, were much more in tune with their environment than we visitors were. Um, You know it's just something for us that we need to be aware of because we're all struggling with the cold a little bit um, here today. And yesterday, hopefully things will get better. But uh, we're, we're, we are walking across what Philby described as the highlands of Najd, this area of um, Saudi Arabia where Philby wasn't entirely sure that Ibn Saud had the allegiance of the tribes. And his purpose for doing this journey was to prove to Ibn Saud that he did. So he was travelling under the protection of Ibn Saud's men, um but even so at this stage they had to be cautious and in his book caribbean sands he says we were now on the fringe of the Ataba marches hitherto from the coast westwards it had never been necessary to take precautions either to conceal our presence or to guard our camps now it was different we had turned aside from the roads to be out of the way of chance passengers we had camped in a hollow to conceal our campfire uh, among us were four men of the Ataba tribe who now assume responsibility for our safety. And at intervals they went forth to the surrounding sand hammocks and proclaimed to the world that we were travelling under the protection uh, and were men of Ibn Saud. Um, when Philby retur- refers to a road, this was 1917 and it's not a tarmac road, it was the pilgrim road from um, Riyadh to Mecca, uh, um, uh, along which all of the pilgrims would go performing the Hajj go go, and come back. So it was a very well-trodden path. That's what Philby referred to as a road. It's marked with cairns on some of the small, um, small hummocks that we walk past. We can see cairns that to guide people across the landscape. But also what guided Philby was uh, fireplaces, because uh, obviously if you're travelling in the depths of winter light, we are trying to stay warm at night. So lots of fireplaces people to cook what whatever they're able to catch and there was lots of wildlife here then herds of gazelle and uh, bustard and things like that but uh, very little today uh, plenty of bird life uh, for the ornithologists we've got the redstarts and wheat ears and shrikes the butcher birds which impale their prey on the acacia thorns so there's plenty of wildlife around there's plentiful eagles today almost every rock has an eagle perched on top of it which is lovely to see Not much evidence yet, despite all the rain of the desert greening up, which is something that we associate with heavy rain. Often the desert turns green quite quickly, but the problem here is that it's actually so cold still that that they won't germinate, the little seeds won't germinate. We saw some pictures last night that people sent us from Mecca, where we're heading towards. We should be there in about 10 days' time, and it's really, really lush green vegetation, simply because they've had the same amount of rain, but because it's a much lower altitude and it's much warmer. So... Lots of, much easier to uh, to to germinate. So that's uh, that's the update for for today, day four. Um, we're about to go into some pretty remote territory for the next three or four days, so it may be difficult to get podcasts out. But if we can get a signal, we'll try and do that. Um, and hopefully, um, Anna and I will get a little bit better, so we're able to uh, talk um, a little bit more clearly.